Welcome back to Weekly EP. My name is Cody Swanson. Weekly EP is a Berlin, Germany-based podcast, but we have on guest musicians from all over the world who write and record an album in one week. We listen and talk about it. If you're interested in doing your own weekly EP, get in touch at weeklyep at gmail.com or on Instagram. This is episode 21 with Music with the Boys, aka Joshua Wade Freeman and TJ from outside Atlanta, Georgia in the US with their weekly EP, Road Trip. The boys and I talk about, in no particular order, Waffle House, gas stations, car troubles, and having fun while learning how to record and make music. They made a very honest and silly album about taking a road trip, (laughs) Uh, and uh, we had an equally absurd conversation. So uh, I also wanted to quickly take a moment to let you know that I was the guest on a recent episode of the podcast Amusement Sparks. The concept of that show is that you come up with or imagine a theme park that does not exist. And I had a lot of fun uh, talking with host Andrew about what kind of amusement park one could make from the city of Berlin. It's a super silly episode, and I think that a lot of Berliners would hate the idea full stop anyway, but I believe that it would be a very enjoyable amusement park. So please go check out my episode of Amusement Sparks and their other fun park ideas as well. Now back to the music. As always, we'll do a short intro interview, listen to the new record, and then dive into the creative process. But first, here's a taste of that record. It's not a Yeti, but it'll do It's just holding sandwiches Sooner or later we'll be back on the road Ignore that for now and check out this toad I found Under this tree Okay, guys. (laughs) So... Uh, first of all, thanks for doing this. Of course. Thanks for letting us come on. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> to get things going, what are both of your names or what are your... God, I'm just like talking terribly today. What are your names? I'm Josh. Uh, I'm TJ. Okay. And when you guys play together, do you play under a specific name yourself or is it just under your own names? Uh well, we're music with the boys, but I put under my name as my full name, Joshua Wade Freeman. Mm-hmm. And TJ, are you TJ uh, Wetmore or just TJ? D- d- TJ, I don't know. <laughs> what should I know? You dragged me into this, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay. Um, but music and the boys is what you guys play under sometimes. Yes. That's the current project. Yes. Okay. So this is something we can get a little bit more into later as well. But where was this recorded? Oh, my girlfriend's Airbnb. She came up to Georgia to visit. Mm-hmm. And I took advantage of that and showed up with a bunch of acoustic instruments and a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to record this thing real quick. <laughs> it was that in a solid, what, the, the week before was just sending back and forth demos made in our houses. Nice. And then why were you compelled to do one of these, to do a weekly EP? I listen to the show often. Um, I found you on Reddit. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, I can do a worse version of that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I thought it'd be cool to come on. And then also, I, when Josh mentioned it to me, I, I, one, I think it's a super neat idea, but two, having that deadline makes it to where I'm a lot more likely to finish a project instead of just making three or four things and then letting them sit for six months. Mm-hmm. So having a deadline <laughs> yeah. is nice sometimes. Also, I emailed you, Cody, and then told TJ about it. I was like, hey, I signed that up too. Yeah. for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, you were going to do it about the little grocery store that you work at, correct? Yeah. I used to work at a place called Dollar General. I was working there at the time. I know Dollar General. I'm from Kentucky, <laughs> so. Oh, cool. Yeah, place. so you know how bad it is. 
And at the time I hated it because I just graduated college and I was like, what am I doing, man? So I was going to wait until we got the okay um, or the rejection to come on to start working on it. And I just couldn't wait. So I wrote everything out. I, I did all my demos, sent them to TJ and we're still trying to get that finished and done mm-hmm. because this project sounds better than that one does. So <clears throat> the projects that you guys normally do or normally plan, would you say this is uh, pretty similar to the sound or to the style? Or is it kind of a little bit more of an experimental uh, approach? I'd say it's pretty similar for the most part. I mean, both of us really only own the same set of instruments. There's only so <laughs> out there we can get with the equipment that we have right now. The, the subject material doesn't change too, too much in the grand scheme of things. So I mm-hmm. think it's not the most experimental of things. This is also yeah, only like anything. the third thing we've put out. So. Yeah, <laughs> but this is probably the most organized we've ever been. Normally, we bounce back and forth, you know, demos and song ideas until we just get enough that share a common theme, mm-hmm. wrap it and call it a done project. But for this one, because we were writing about like road trips and about what that means for us, it was easier to say, OK, we want this many songs. We want these songs to be about this long mm-hmm. and what are we going to do about it? So we were like many professionals for seven days. <laughs> Emphasis on the many. <laughs> uh, and then the last question before we get into the music, I guess you listen to the show. So you know that this is the silly question. If you could be any other animal besides a human, what animal would you be and why? Oh, you know, the uh, mantis shrimp. No, <laughs> It's this shrimp that lives in like high pressure water. It can see over double the amount of colors that the human eye can see. Oh, I would love to see what that's like. These (laughs) things are awful and toxic. They like break fish tanks by punching them. They're (laughs) shrimp. They're incredible. They're a mystery to me. And I feel like if I was one, I would be able to know what like First of all, what more colors are, and also I'd be able to like do crazy shit with my hands. That sounds like a very cool, weird creature to be. The, the mantis shrimp, right? That's what it's called. Yeah. Okay. TJ, what's your first sauna? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go for the, uh, the frog. Been on a big frog kick lately, as of a lot of people mm-hmm. for that matter. When it obviously in the in the first sauna realm, you exclusively <laughs> cosplay as, uh, as the, the ribbit girl. I don't know her name from uh, My Hero Academia. That's what it's called. <laughs> Just show up and cause problems. I have very little idea of what you're talking about. <laughs> That's for the best. Keep it that way. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I feel like frog, frogs just kind of get to hang out. The, the most they have to worry about is people coming over to pick them up for a picture. And even that, that feels like a recent thing that's showing up. Otherwise... Right. And then if, if you get stacked, you're just hanging out with your buddies. Exactly. Uh, are are people taking a lot of photos with frogs right now? Is that something yeah. that's happening? Yeah, I don't people, uh, know what's causing it, but <laughs> just just there's a there's a Facebook page called Frog Spotting, and it's just dedicated to te- people taking pictures of frogs they find. That's it. Yeah, right. and then people take like three frogs and make them stand on each other. It's called frog stacking, which doesn't um, feel like it's good for them. Yeah. Well, cool. Do you guys want to introduce the record? Oh, nice. Can we do it like really bad radio DJs? Is that okay? Yeah, of course. <laughs> all right. TJ, you want to go for like a like a morning shock jock thing? This is all you. I... Oh, this is me? Oh. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to WXKJ. You're listening to Road Trippin'. Road Trip by Music with the Boys. All right. Uh, play it. Yeah. Uh, or uh, hit it I don't know what what do they say on the radio I don't know Uh, (laughs) who's listened to the radio (laughs) alright let's listen to the music (laughs) here we go this is the one
Living in the ridges ain't the best Lost a few friends to the west Folks dropped me off and they're caning Winters are cold and summers are hot I spend my free time in parking lots Every conversation ends with what were you saying? Industry's booming everywhere else Get into drugs or a hobby to distract yourself It's either that or you're falling into religion My life and its problems are region locked 95 West, no solve them all Hot in North or South is something I need a trip somewhere romanticized Somewhere where life's problems are just like mine But I don't have to care cause they don't apply to me Half a tank of gas and a Dr. Pepper Got all my favorite people together What else do I need?
when I think of the road, you're the first thing that comes to me. Thank you to the 7-Eleven in Winter Park. Thank you to the Marathon in Little River. Thank you to the Quick Trip on Highway 92. If you work at a gas station, giving out your time and snacks to me and all the other dudes. I feel way better about that one than the other one. Heard. Having the same conversations we have all year, but we're not inside, we're out here, it's true. Just enjoying the brought more instruments than my guitar but we went for a hike and left them in the car Here we are away from everything brought a cooler to have lunch with it's not a yeti but it'll do Holding sandwiches Sooner or later we'll be back on the road Ignore that for now and check out this toad I found Under this tree Away from the world Making music with the boys And flirting with my girl We're fine Everything's fine No bonfires or hurts can lead us back to Ithaca if we don't search on our own. Get ready for your part, it's time to play a role. Get to know the foreign faces and bring them back when you come to the door of your childhood home. Seeing ghosts round every corner of the stores we used to know. The neighborhood's gone and we're grown. There are no riches left. first thing that I like to talk and ask people about is the instruments in general that you used as well as the recording process or the techniques you used for recording. As for the recording here, that is that is all Josh. I am just here with some instruments. It was pretty much just guitar. I used my bass on one of the songs. That was pretty much it. I don't think we used the ukulele on this one. That's the majority of what we own. So. If there's any audiophiles listening, I'm sorry for what you're about to hear. But um, for everything, it's what I'm using right now. It's a Blue Yeti Nano. We built a little pyramid out of uh, pillows on the bed in the Airbnb. 
Wait, so you put the microphone in, into a bunch of pillows? I think we literally just stacked some pillows up in a triangle and put it in the middle of it on the bed. And just mm -hmm. that we went to town with that. I think it was meant to just help because the room that we were in was kind of big. And that was enough. We recorded everything through Soundtrap, which is just an online mixer uh, that I love a lot. Beyond that, I wish I could... Like I, I need to buy a mixer eventually so I can use more than one microphone at a time so it's easier to layer. But as you can probably tell, a lot of things are sitting on the same track because of the fact that, um, like TJ said, we're still learning what we're doing. So playing in tempo with ourselves is going to be very hard. And because of the sound we were kind of going for, it made it very easy just to be like, okay, slap a little bit of reverb on it, make it a little brighter in tone, and we're done. So... Until I get a mixer and real microphones, it's uh, USBs and condensers all the way down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so wait, so you said that you use an online mixer? Yeah, I use Soundtrap for everything, almost. So does that mean that you have the USB mic plugged in and then it's hooked up to a web page that's an audio mixer? Yeah, it's like GarageBand, but just get a little okay, more so, bells and whistles. So it does, it records as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Josh and I honestly are only okay with these instruments. A lot of this project <laughs> is us learning to play them better, which I think is super interesting. So, you know, a lot of the time it'll be Josh looks up a set of chords from another song. <laughs> we learn three new chords with that and just go to town with them. They end up in four new songs that we write. And then the bass is just that. That's just my favorite instrument to play. That's really the biggest reason it's there. I just like it. Yeah, I used to do that with a lot of songs too. When I was in college, I would learn, I remember like learning how to play the basics of Nancy Sinatra's Bang Bang. And I, th I think it's a B seventh chord or something like that. And it's just like, I played this like, and I was like, oh, this chord's so awesome. And then I wrote like five songs with just like E minor and B seven <laughs> or something. I think it's a great way to do it. It's a good way to get inspiration for, uh, for things like that. And I, I think at the time I was a little nervous about the idea that it was it felt a little cheap or like cheating but mm -hmm. i think now i think that was just stupid like that's a stupid way to look at it you know you should be excited about any inspiration you get as long as you're not yeah. like literally copying you know everything yeah, yeah but to an extent s steal every idea that you like you know mm -hmm. obviously make it your own but if you see a set of chords you like go for it yeah well it's like i was i went to college for creative writing and they were like Whatever you want to write the most, you should read the most of that genre. You should know what you're taking from. So that's, I, why wouldn't that be the same with music? If I want to make a weird folksy album, I should be listening to folksy records, knowing what I'm taking. Yeah. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. Okay. So originally when we had talked in the email about uh, what you were planning to do, you had discussed the idea of going on a road trip and writing the songs or writing and recording the songs during the road trip. And I guess maybe because of everything that's going on, that wasn't as easy or possible. But obviously the record is still very much about a road trip. So um, can you explain how the actual week went down, the, the writing and recording process, and kind of how, how the week looked? Uh, yeah. Well, first my car died. It uh, I drove <laughs> two hours to go to Whataburger, and on the way back, my battery exploded, my alternator burnt oh, wow <laughs> and then tj can speak more to it but he was planning a wedding that was just given to him it's like hey you're planning a wedding now well it was my parents but you know you're part of it regardless uh, i got forced into helping yeah but <laughs> i wanted to change projects but i have too much pride to email you and be like hey i can't go drive around <laughs> anymore <laughs> so <laughs> this whole ep is about escapism so i just had to lean into the fact that like my car's a pos you know, no job and everything. Like, so what does that mean for me? If I could astral project, what would that be like? <laughs> um, so it still ended up being about my Jeep because I do love my POS and I uh, do want to travel because we were just going to go drive. There's this place in, I think it's Tennessee called Cloudland Canyon. It's just this beautiful hiking place. You can camp there. But I fully believe my life is a bunch of contrived bits. And this was just another one of those to, <laughs> to get through. <laughs> Let me write a song about road trips while I'm not able to take a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> right. A lot of it was also just scheduling problems. I suddenly had like a whole bunch of stuff show up the week before 
because mm-hmm. my cousin decided she wanted her her wedding to be a, a little impromptu, which you know it was it was a beautiful ceremony. They had a they had a great time. I'm sure they're very glad they did it. But it was very stressful for everyone involved because we found out exactly <laughs> seven days beforehand. Oh my I get God, a text yeah. on Snapchat and she's like, by the way, I'm getting married next week. <laughs> so that was a little bit of a surprise. Suddenly it was yeah. run around, pick up your relatives, do all this. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> that I'm even I'm even more impressed that you guys were able to pull this off under the circumstances. So thanks for not backing out, I guess. <laughs> uh, with the card eating dirt so to speak and with the wedding planning and all that kind of stuff how did the week look because you guys were not in the same place physically during this or were you able to actually meet up there were one or two days we got to to meet okay i know a lot of it like the first day we spent literally just like deciding we're doing songs about these five things this is how long we want it to be it was like we structured it out and then those the, the first probably half of the week was just us writing it. And then there were, what, two days that we got to, to meet and yeah hang out and just mess around. I can't remember the name of the artist you had on. He named a project after a character from Watership Down. Oh, yeah. That was the Chris Fordham. Yeah, his album's really cool. Or his EP. He was talking about the same mm-hmm. thing. He had three real days to record. So with yeah. TJ, I wanted to make sure that we weren't under that same we were under the same time constraint obviously but not under the same amount of like self-imposed pressure so like when mm-hmm. he would come over we I, we would try to like hang out first and just like yeah share the same space but that meant like the whole time and i don't I feel like i don't think i've told tj this yet but the whole time we were just like hanging out or cooking or whatever i was freaking out i was like <laughs> this is another hour we're not recording <laughs> i had no idea you were but go off but that would mean we were trying to be professional i think i just kind of do stuff if you i mean obviously they've listened to the ep if they're here long enough you can tell that we're kind of just having fun the first thing you hear is my girlfriend laughing at us like that's the first that's the beginning of the uh, ep if we were to be you know strict and be like this is the exact sound we're going for and if you don't show up at you know 5 15 then there's like repercussions for that or whatever that's dumb and <laughs> If you're going to make music for nobody to listen to, why would you not have fun doing it? (laughs) (laughs) That's such a positive outlook on uh, music. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I know Josh has mentioned this before. A lot of the reason for doing this is less for like a bunch of people are going to listen and it's more for a little journal, I guess. It's Mm -hmm. where am I at in my headspace right now? What am I doing creatively? And what am I making? And how am I going to look back on this in like five or 10 years? Hopefully, and I say this with a preface that I very much enjoyed your album, but hopefully oh, you look you. back on it in 10 years and you you hate it. <laughs> you know, yeah, just like, you know, if you like if you look back on it and you're like 10 years and you're like, you're still like, like, man, like, why can't I make music as good as that? That that means that you haven't progressed and you haven't gone forward. Listen, the first EP we uh, we wrote had a just a toilet flush fully <laughs> audible in one of the songs. <laughs> oh my so God. you are okay. <laughs> that was, that's so funny too because I'm like I'm like talking about my feelings and shit. And then the toilet flushes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that's the, that's the best take so far. I guess we're just gonna yeah. have to keep it. <laughs> that's exactly what happened afterwards. Oh man. So yeah, track number one anywhere or bust so quick notes that i had just i wrote down the first note i wrote down was dr pepper exclamation mark Um, (laughs) i'm a big fan of dr pepper so uh, it's always exciting to hear a shout out in a song and then uh also i thought it was a relatively upbeat feeling song for what i interpreted as fairly depressing lyrics so um always a big fan of that and yeah so like Let's talk about this song. I wanted to do a really bad version of a day in the life where we were the, the part of the song you heard would have been the first part. And then we would have mm-hmm. just changed tone completely. And TJ would have written like a similar thing where it's like, this is my part of where we're from in Georgia, but we didn't do that. So we were left with this idea that I had about, well, like what I written down, which is a reflection of where I am or where I live because TJ and I both went to high school and grew up in the towns we live in now. 
within a, with, I think it's like a minute and 20 seconds long. If that, like, this is a condensed version of our home County. Also, I really mm-hmm. love Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the songs I think have this, but it, it really just kind of describes just enough of what's going on. Sort of like these peripheral sort of observations that right. give you a full sense of what's going on without it just hitting you over the head. Thank you. This was probably the easiest one to write. You know how you get like a like a lyric stuck in your head that like pops up and you're like, I should write that down. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening line, living in the ridges ain't the best, was like in my head. And at first it was very descriptive and I was pissed because the rest of it, I didn't like as much as I liked my opening line. So I had to go through and cut it all down <laughs> to straightforward, just illusions. Um, yeah. Like there's a couple of churches in my hometown that I reference that if you're not from there, you're not going to get it because it's just, it's like one or two words when originally mm-hmm. it was like two or three lines, which was way too much. When you come across editing your lyrics like that, is that an excruciating process for you? Because I almost, I tried never to edit my lyrics because then I really get lost in the weeds. Yeah. I'm a writer first before anything. When I went to college, the first half of my program was writing flash fiction, which is a uh, short story in a thousand words or less. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a great way to teach uh, new writers how to edit. So usually what happens for me is I know internally what I'm trying to say and the feel for it. So once I've written too much and I'm like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I want it to look like. How can I make it look like, look better? Um, Which is such a dumb thing to say for editing, but (laughs) that comes, usually that comes down to, um, do you need to know exactly what I'm saying? Or do you need to know enough to know that I'm talking to you at all? Um, Right. So I have no, like lost a few friends in the West is talking about this church west ridge in our county and it's like well it doesn't really matter if the person listening knows that that's a church and what that church did with people or they could just know that the west is a location in somewhere and i have particularly strange feelings about that like that's more than enough so Um, yeah i mean it still communicates that you lost some friends that went somewhere but so in this case that actually means if i'm understanding right that maybe you lost some friends to the church like they kind of got wrapped up in the church sort of yeah in a way uh, you, don't, yeah, you don't have to go into the details if you don't okay. want but <laughs> um but yeah all that to say i have I, i'm pretty good at telling myself when to stop cutting mm. uh, but that comes yeah. from having to do it for when i was in like the entire time i was in college okay yeah because my problem is like even with stuff, even with short stories or, or anything like that, school papers, I would much rather rewrite a 10-page paper than edit the 10-page paper. Editing is <laughs> really, really difficult. I have Josh help me with it still like 95% of the time because I'm no good at it. Josh is a much more lyrical person than I am, I think. And so I am well aware that going to someone else for help, like asking for help with those things is only going to make it better. So I think that's a nice part of of working on a project with more than one person as well. Sometimes it can make it difficult having two different opinions, but also Josh has certain skills and I have certain skills and making those mesh together can, can help a lot. The song number two is called Driving. And this one just struck me as like a very fun rundown of the things that run through your head while you're in a car on a car trip. Yeah, a lot of that was based in like, look, if the EP itself is meant to look at road trips as escapism, what are, I guess, the bad, like sometimes physical aspects of that as well? Like we've, we've all taken road trips. They're crowded no one likes sitting in a car for eight hours your legs hurt you need to pee so i wanted to kind of bounce between both aspects of that between like yes there's excitement in we are going somewhere but also the process of getting there kind of sucks sometimes it's also fun to see uh, i'm a big fan of road trip movies tommy boy dumb and dumber paddleton you know and they always cut for these moments you know this is where you get the aerial shot of the car driving 
up the screen to the road. They skip the boring parts because they're boring. So when TJ wrote this song, focusing on the boring part, I was like, this is perfect. This fits uh, <laughs> the idea that we're going for. Song number three, Gas Station. I just wanted to say, I was telling my wife about this earlier. I thought it was a fantastic love song to gas stations. I like it. And I really like the line, selling beers or something like that until 4 a.m. for when the bars are closed, but the boys are drinking and then like a laugh about like hopefully responsibly <laughs> you know it's like it is a song about driving or it's an album about yeah. driving and gas station beers it's like, it's like yeah well, and hopefully responsibly but it definitely made me uh kind of yeah it brought up all those feelings of when you're on a long road trip or you're driving late at night even if you haven't been doing it forever and just need something a snack or some something to drink or something and it's just you see those ridiculous horrible neon signs coming up and you're just so excited <laughs> and happy oh man or you're 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 coming down so you're walking to a 7-eleven it's it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> um, or coming up i guess too yeah. yeah in any transitional period i am at a gas station <laughs> yeah. i this is probably the most honest song that i've written for this project uh, <laughs> Me and TJ have talked about this for hours. I hate clean gas stations. You've got to be a little terrible. And you have to have, if you're going to be clean, you have to have bad service or you have great service, but your place is disgusting. Do, do you just mean like you don't trust it if it's too clean? Well, like, I guess so. Like the big franchised gas stations, the ones that are trying to cut the cut from the cloth of gas stations for like, we sell merchandise and mm-hmm. everything. It's like, why, like, why are we pretending to be anything other than a quick liminal space for me to exist in before I'm driving again. So when I go in and it's like hotter inside than it is outside (laughs) and like there's a billion fans buzzing and they're selling, you know, like like $2 packs of 30 DVDs. I'm like, yes, this is home. This is, this feels right. I like rundown gas stations, but where the bathroom is still okay, Usable. okay <laughs> to breathe in. Yeah. I I genuinely think a, a large part of the reason Josh has that mentality is just where we grew up. It, it, there weren't grocery stores, right? You had to drive like a hmm. solid twenty minutes to get to a grocery store. So if you wanted okay. food in the morning, you just go to the gas station that's on the way to school. Okay. The gas station that was on his way to school was a dump. People are afraid to go into the gas station that I used to go into every morning for a biscuit. Big shout outs to AR. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of shout outs in general in the song, right? Those were all like actual gas stations that you've. Uh, those are places left. I've broken down in. The- <laughs> <laughs> like you personally or like mentally in the car? Both. So the 7 Eleven, there's three of them. The 7 Eleven in Winter Park. I found out the terminals on my battery were bad and I was not even a mile from home and yet I couldn't get home. And this homeless guy was just talking into my window and he was just like, man, everything's going to come up for you. This is the start. This is the lowest you're going to be because everything's going to get better. (laughs) And then uh, the marathon in Villarica is when my, was when the day before we were supposed to start recording when my battery terminal died. Uh, my battery is just leaking acid. It smells like sulfur. Um, I bought my girlfriend one of those Spider-Man popsicles, and we we're just <laughs> sitting behind this gas station for ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then the quick trip on Highway 92, my lower radiator hose bust on my way to TJ's apartment, and I had to fix it in the parking lot. <laughs> oh my god! I had to I had to come from a date to to nearly pick you up from that until you fixed it. I remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was at our stoplight and my like the like check gauge come like comes on. I'm like, oh, that's bad. And then my thermostat just flops all the way to the right <laughs> side, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely times when I do not miss having a car. <laughs> I was also a terrible car owner. I just hoped that everything would be okay. and so i just kind of never i had like a little dodge caravan a little minivan that i had in college and we took it on a road trip up through the entirety of ohio like a a tour 
uh, with the band I was in at the time. And, you know, the only issue is occasionally when you're on the interstate, it would just kind of start slowing down. <laughs> this is, you know, oh my God. The, the gas all the way to the ground and then it would just still not really be going very fast but then that that's that's you know it started working again fine like five minutes later oh my God. Yeah. you just sit in the right lane until then and pray yeah 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 you just drive in the right lane put on the flashers maybe but really that was really rare so and then uh, you know i think probably it was you know it's just getting up there in age when i was riding it back to my parents before i moved to new york after college i was on the interstate and the chassis of the car like or the, like the top part yeah. of the car like you know that you ride in started sort of moving like left and right sort of, <laughs> you know sliding left and right whereas i i assumed the wheels and everything uh, and the axles were still on the ground at the top of the car just kind of started sliding left and right like you know i'm like 60 or something on the interstate and so i had to take that very slowly as well oh my god how are you alive it was sort of one of those like Schrodinger's cat kind of thing. Like if I just don't take it to the shop to find out like what's wrong with it, like I'll never know and it will never exist. Like it'll never manifest in the real world if, uh, tech, if the mechanic doesn't actually <laughs> diagnose it, you know. Um, it's not a problem until it can't crank. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's it always turned on, you know. This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone has this, though. Let's be honest. We all have a crappy car at some point in our lives where we just ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love the I, I love the visual of you in a car and the frame is shifting and you're like, I'm just going to slow down. <laughs> also, it was loaded with everything that I owned from college. Furniture, amps. It took like an extra like 40 minutes to get home. It was... Uh, it, I got there, you know, it all worked out. Um, but anyway, I think we're going off on a, we did it a again. long tangent. Yeah. No, it's it's like no longer a bit, um, it's just real life. Okay, song number four. Huh? So, uh, yes, yeah, so song number four is called uh, Being There. And my two notes that I have written down here, I really uh, dig the whistling. Which one of you was doing the whistling? Oh, that's me. Uh, cool. <laughs> and then also, I thought it was a really good mini excursion, like a like a leg stretch, like an extended mm -hmm. leg stretch that sometimes happens. Like when you're road tripping, you pull off the side of the road and you're like, let's just go get out of the car for a bit. Yeah, it's um, well, because we were going to go hiking. And so my plan was to bring my computer and my microphone and just record us talking the way up there or the way back. And if my battery would be still alive, maybe after we'd hiked to wherever we were going and record like a conversation. And then instead of the whistle, it was going to be the bits of the conversation that I found funny so that the <laughs> listener could be part of the drive. But we didn't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> so mm. uh, we threw in a whistle. Um, but uh, I think what's what's fun about this one is even though I didn't get to go anywhere as I was writing it, I kind of got to place myself, you know, outside of where I wanted to be. Um, that's why I'm mm -hmm. in, in the song. I'm looking at frogs and um, <laughs> I've got like a cooler of sandwiches. because That's all I want to do. <laughs> yeah. I like the bit about the cooler. I forget now the, uh, what's the name brand that it's, it's not that brand. Oh, it's, it's not a Yeti, but Ye it'll Yeti. do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not a Yeti, but it'll do. And she's holding sandwiches. <laughs> Again, it was similar, I think to, um, I'm not, I don't mean to say unpoetic, but they're very kind of straightforward snippets of, almost like thoughts or reactions to things yeah that that kind of really like illustrate the the general vibe or the kind of story that's going on without uh beating it you know senseless over the head you know which is uh which is nice yeah like it really did give me that i mean i thought you guys had actually gone on a road trip you know, you, <laughs> we did you it. Totally fooled me. We did it. Yeah, just we got don't him. ask where we went. <laughs> um, I grew up on a diet of Bukowski and Chuck Palahniuk, so <laughs> okay. which I probably shouldn't have been reading at like eleven, but um, I think that's the best age. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was a very angry middle it's, schooler. 
it's inspired it's inspired without fully understanding the complete depths of depravity that exist within them so yeah so. i uh, i miss bukowski's sexism and polynuk's rage and was just like oh fun stories yeah. <laughs> um so I have, I have a hard time painting like a serene picture mm-hmm. like when, when i read lovecraft and he's talking for 20 pages about a door i'm like i you could have just said there was a door here like i get it i'm in the room with you my guy it's fine <laughs> uh. yeah okay yeah yeah so that makes a lot of sense then how do you split the songwriting in that in that sense so is it mainly that you come with some lyrics and a general idea and then you guys work on the music together through either demos you send back and forth or I should have asked this earlier but now i'm <laughs> asking, asking uh, in the middle of between song four and five but uh yeah usually we talk about an idea tj and i have known each other since freshman year so that's almost yeah. nine years now so it, it we don't have to go through all the normal social rules to communicate if that makes sense so mm-hmm. if he's like this is the idea i'm thinking about doing i know how he's going to go about doing that and vice versa so normally we talk in the abstract about what the song can be about and why we would want it to be about that and then we go our separate ways and write and we come back and it's like here's what i came up with here's what you came up with sometimes we, we put them together mush them yeah okay cool so it's like it's like kind of properly um collaborative throughout the whole thing kind of like a parallel song creation sort of yeah yeah um, it also it's i mean like like i said this is a hobby so it gives us both something to do i think it'd be really dumb to be like okay tj i'm gonna write this one and you wait till you hear from me again <laughs> like i'm not your <laughs> boss <laughs> and the nice thing about that in like an entire project is you can kind of get both sides of something right like with the driving their song mm-hmm. it's separate from the others a little bit for the sole fact of it's that that was me writing it so that one was these are the things i don't like about road trips versus a lot of the others are these are things josh likes about road trips that mm-hmm. different opinion kind of comes in nicely with an album like this i think yeah and originally you were going to write it about something else i can't remember right now i, I don't have, I, have I. I don't have the dms open where we talked about it but i remember loosely it was the idea of recognizing progress while you're in it and it was very it was full of illusion and it was very big and i was like what if we did it just like in the car and you were like okay cool gone <laughs> that's uh, a lot easier <laughs> yeah <laughs> song song five ithaca i have to admit i could not exactly figure out what this song was about i wasn't sure if it was about returning home from a trip or just about traveling in general or not at all about either of those things um this one was a lot about for me about coming back home not necessarily from a road trip in particular but you know you move for college or something like that and you come back home and you've learned all these different things you've grown as a person and when you come back to your hometown you start to see these you start to see things both change in the places you grew up and also the things that have changed like internally i guess so this one was a lot again it it was like brought out into a broader sense i did steal a little bit of it from uh from a poem i had read i think i sent josh a picture of like one of the stanzas and i was like i want to do this so that was it it hit the mark that we wanted to of coming back home from that escapism Mm -hmm. i think in just kind of that more pulled out metaphorical sense well the poem if like the the poem itself is a greek poem and it's like what you have done you wouldn't have done if it weren't for ithaca so Mm. the idea was like thanks ithaca but (laughs) we're here again so (laughs) um what happens in ithaca stays in ithaca (laughs) (laughs) um the best way to describe it is like you ever gone on like a long trip and you come back home and you're like, my house is a lot dirtier than I remember it being when I left. <laughs> <laughs> well, like uh, when I graduated college, I was gone from home for three years. Um, so I graduated and then I came back and then I did everything I wanted to do. I like 
I went and got my biscuit from the gas station. I, <laughs> um, you know, got I went to eat all the places that I couldn't eat before, and I saw everybody. Yeah. And then I was I was sitting at home one night. I was watching. Um, oh, this is so dumb. I bet people hate me because I was watching Reservoir Dogs, and I'm sitting there, <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> I'm done. I can go back home now. Oh, no, I'm living here again. And I was like, oh, well, guess it's the same. <laughs> uh, do you guys have Waffle Houses there? Oh, yeah. So many. Do you miss Waffle House? It's one of the things I miss the most about uh, living in Kentucky. Mm. Do they not have them there? In uh, Germany? Oh, right. I don't I don't know why. I thought you said that and I thought you meant you were in Kentucky no, and they didn't have Waffle no, House. No, no, that was... no, there's a there's a bunch. I mean in like then in like I guess it's like Indiana, Ohio, there's uh, the Waffle Steaks, which mm-hmm. is just the same thing, but it's the same number of letters as house. <laughs> it's like just a different franchise, I guess, but they don't really have them in New York. I think there's one in like South Jersey. So yeah. I was always like, maybe if I visit my parents, I would like always have to stop at a Waffle House. Yeah, so at some point you're going to take a road trip just to go to the Waffle House, right? Yeah, I mean, at some point when, uh, it's, <laughs> when it's possible, I'll, I'll fly back. Yeah, I'll fly back to, to Louisville and I'll go to Waffle House at least, hopefully twice during the visit. <laughs> hash browns, you know? <laughs> I was about to say, if you go and you don't get your hash browns covered in chili, you're not actually at Waffle House. <laughs> I never did the chili. I always did the uh, onions and cheese. Mm-hmm. Like just like onions and American cheese, basically. What is it? Smothered, Uh, covered, chunked, topped, and capped. (laughs) I hate that you know the words for it. (laughs) I have to check the menu every time I go. (laughs) TJ and I both have hand-painted Waffle House shirts um, that you can buy online from my girlfriend. They're very great. Oh, that's fantastic. But yeah, that's uh that's the EP. We did it. We did it, TJ. We're real wow. now. We're real musicians. <laughs> Tell them all. Tell them you made it. I'm so proud. <laughs> Let's get on the phone right now. Um <laughs> I had to steal her headphones for this, so we can make that happen. I told um, so many people I was going on a show for music. <laughs> I'm an ass. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's exciting. I mean, I'm going to go on another music podcast as well, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah, it's this one called uh, Bad Songwriter, and so it's about oh. pulling up really old songs that you have that are really terrible, and then talking about, I guess, how those existed and like hopefully how you got better. Oh, that's so cool. But so, how do you guys feel about it, though? I mean, like, what's the, you know, now that you're standing on the other edge of the abyss here, of of record making what do you what are your thoughts and reflections on the uh on the, the songs of the album of the experience i mean kinda, go ahead go ahead no go ahead. josh you talk <laughs> okay it's kind of depressing um good good, uh, good. i like to good yes be sad <laughs> i like to make projects as a whole like we talked about before i do, I do a weekly show um and sometimes it's it's fun for me to look at it in a Bratzko and be like, this is the entire thing. But now we're at the point where like, oh, it's time to, you know, put it online and, and send it to people. And it's like, oh, well, if you only listen to like the gas station song, you think the entire EP is this like goofy thing. Or if you only listen to the intro, you think I want to kill myself. It's <laughs> <laughs> and it's 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 bad because you know you know we've we've made a thing and i want people to look at it as a whole i don't want them to call us up and like praise us or anything i just would like them to if they're going to listen to it listen to it like they do on your show where you listen to the whole thing you've had guests on we're like maybe the first track i'm like maybe this isn't for me but by the end of the you know 15 20 minutes i'm like oh i'm i'm fully invested in this conversation like the one you had with the uh, woman who was using international radio signals to uh make tracks yeah um, Haley, she's she's pretty wild that, that, that was so a, cool that was one of those things it's like i'm like i've never even considered that as like a way to make music like to make mm-hmm. an album she made me want to not sign up for the show because it was so good i was like no this is for us <laughs> <laughs> all right Sh- uh, shout out to Haley palumbo out there you know <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, well, I'm glad that you guys did, though. I mean, <laughs> uh, it would have been silly to to not do it for that reason. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I really didn't. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, again, you tricked me. I thought it was you were actually on a road trip when you made it. You're, it was just <laughs> that good at uh, communicating that feeling. Well, also, we emailed you and told you we were going on a road trip. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You did, you did lie to me as well. So that I think that helps. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think as you were kind of saying, if you listen to the whole thing, it's a balance between what seems like very depressing and very um, goofy. Well, that's like which... who I am. I want to I want to make jokes, but also I want to let people know what's going on. You know? Right. Well, communication is good. You know? Should shouldn't keep it bottled up, right? Yeah, if you like gas stations, you should let people know. You should shout it, <laughs> shout it from the roof of your car as it's waiting to get into the garage. Next as I'm pushing station. it. <laughs> oh my god! So, how can people find more of your music? Either I guess stuff that you guys have done together, or other projects. Uh, you SoundCloud. Have, uh, SoundCloud. We're on everything yeah. for our music. Uh, Spotify and everything, Deezer, Apple Music. We're uh, under Music with the Boys. For everything else, you can just find it on my Twitter, which is uh, JW Freeman underscore. You can find like my podcast and stuff there. And what? Sorry, what? What is your podcast again? Do you want to say a quick bit about that? Oh, I love to plug. Um, my show is <laughs> called The Little Guys. I interview independent artists of any medium. If this comes out next week, I'll be sitting down with Zach Hazard Vopen. He's a digital artist who does the weekly the weekly webcomic uh, Pixel Dog in Hell, which I think is super funny. And then cool. after him, it's uh, Tyler Blue Broderick from Diners. Nice. And uh, TJ, do you have any anything you'd like to plug? Not really. If you if you find Josh's Twitter, you're probably gonna find mine. I have a total of ten followers, so nice. there is like nowhere to follow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You gotta find me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any final thoughts, guys? Oh, thanks for letting us come on. Yeah. Uh, I was not uh, blowing hot air when I said I listened to the show a lot. When I was working at Dollar General, this show and some other podcasts were like my saving grace, so I didn't have to talk to my coworkers. It's been a lot of fun. (laughs) Oh, that that means a lot. It's it's uh, it it really is a it really does mean a lot to be. The thing that helps you not talk to people at work. <laughs> I've used podcasts for that before, and I, that's a uh, yeah. That's yeah. Good to hear. yeah, I mean, thank yeah. thank you. It was it was fun. I've yeah. never done an interview before, so this was different. Me either. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, I remember TJ asked me like, "What do we do?" And I was like, "You you talk to him." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was really it was really great having you guys on. And for three people talking on a podcast, we've done a pretty good job of not um, just constantly talking at the same time. I think yeah. we did good on that. <laughs> and uh, we only got off the rails about three or four times, and we always got back on eventually. So we didn't make a new podcast either. We didn't That's true. We have not. <laughs> Yeah, we could have just gone down the road of Waffle House and it could have become a Waffle House podcast. <laughs> it should exist. If it, that existed, I would probably... I would listen to the shit out of that podcast. Um, <laughs> Live vicariously through it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would just have to like sit here at home and just like make like hash browns as best I could in my house. <laughs> like, oh, I hope he orders the all-star breakfast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now I'm going to have to go search for Waffle House podcast. If you ever make one, just uh, please let me know. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think that's a great ending. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it was really good having you guys on the show. <laughs> and yeah. So I uh, thanks so much for being on here and uh, have a good uh, day. I guess it's still the afternoon there, right? So yeah. Have a good evening. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Weekly EP. Once again, my name is Cody Swanson. Alrighty, 
So it's super tricky getting three people on a podcast and not going really off the rails a lot. But I think we did a pretty good job, or at least an okay job. I'm, you know, I'm also very, very serious that I would be so into a podcast about the odd late night characters and locations of various Waffle Houses. Someone please, please, please make this. You can hear more music with the boys on Deezer, Apple Music, Spotify, etc., etc. Josh is on Twitter at jwfreeman underscore. And then when you're there and you find him, you can attempt to find TJ as well. Also hit up Josh's podcast, The Little Guys, where he interviews independent artists of all mediums. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate, subscribe, follow, etc. wherever you listen to podcasts. It really legitimately helps a lot. You can also find us on Instagram where we post regularly images of the musicians themselves, uh, of the gear that they use on these records. It's a lot of fun stuff. And you can also find all the episodes and more on our website, weeklyep.com. And as always, if you or someone that you know would like to do your own weekly EP, please get in touch. We would love to hear from you.